Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. You rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs. Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation. We doing what we like. Tune in every week. Guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts. I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Eat, sleep, fantasy. All right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Football Podcast, also known as the Backstreet's Back of Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Christian Brito, and joining me as always is Dale Dema. How you doing, Dale? Dale. Oh, um, God. Jesus Christ. That's what they do, right? That's what Pitbull mm-hmm. does. Um, I, right. I mean, I grew up in Miami. Who's so. they? Who's they, Dale? <laughs> your, Seems your people. extremely cultured. My- yes, your people always say that. Jesus Christ, that's really culturally insensitive. Is it? I'm sorry. I'm already offended, and I'm not okay with this. There you go. Uh, you said it. I just repeated it. You shouldn't be offended. Well, you said my people, and I'm, I'm not okay with that. Okay, I'm sorry. But you say my people all the time. Uh-huh. Every time you complain about the country, you say my people. Correct. They're my people. <laughs> hey, uh, we have a... I don't see the problem here. <laughs> I, I still don't understand your I logic. Don't. We also have... Just shut up, Dale. Let's move on. Also with us tonight is John Gallagher. How are you doing, John? I'm doing well, thank you. I'd also like to uh, announce that I respect and acknowledge all cultures equally. This got off to a really <laughs> rough start, and I'm all for it because that's exactly what's appropriate for a podcast that's recorded like twice in 2020. We're just <laughs> going to blame it on COVID, but it has nothing yeah. to do with that. That's stupid yep. COVID. Um, yeah, for those of you listening for the first time, welcome to Eat Sleep Fantasy. We appreciate you downloading and listening to our podcast. Uh, good start to the season. I mean, we have recorded twice last week, and this is our Mailbag Monday episode, so um, we're kind of on a roll here. Um, for those of you who don't know, we are a fantasy football podcast. We talk fantasy football. Um, we chat amongst ourselves, um, and uh, we have fun, and we, we try to entertain a little bit while doing so. And today's going to be no different because we're doing mailbag, so we're answering question. Uh, man, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I, I ran out of breath when I was talking, and I like you ever do that? And then like, do you yeah, know how mailbag. out of shape you have to be <laughs> to run out of breath while you're talking? I I did not pace myself to inhale when I was breathing I mean, when I was talking. Anyways, Jesus Christ, you're not... I almost made it. I almost made it through the whole sentence. Uh, Eat Nation private oh group on Facebook if you're not part of it. Make sure you are. Also, big thing, big thing uh, going on right now. Uh, I am starting a guillotine league, uh, several guillotine leagues. Why do you say it like that, though? What is it called? How do you say it? Guillotine. Guillotine. Really? Yes. Hmm. Double L is pronounced like a Y. Oh, it's a Spanish thing. French. It's not Spanish. It's French. Oh. Okay. The French guillotine, seriously? Really? Does that make me stupid? Do you ever Not see Les Mis? That was a no. big part of it. No. No. Never seen it. <laughs> okay. It isn't. Okay. Anyway. There's a, there's John a is going about to. It. The, the other John is going to be really pissed when he oh, hears yeah, this. Oh, yeah. Episode. John, John Chapman's going to be really mad. Because um, he's a big history guy. Anyways, uh, uh, I just call it, I call it the G League. Okay. Uh, basically, if you guys don't know what that is, just Google it. Basically, it's a 17-team league. One team gets eliminated every single week. Whoever that lowest lowest scoring team is, they get eliminated, and then all their players go to waivers. And then everybody has Fab to uh, to pick them up. You can start trying to get your guys early, or you can hang out and wait and hope that you don't get kicked out the next week. So it's pretty fun. I'm doing. Do that. you have any spots left? Do you have any G there spots? Are, yes, we have a lot of G spots left. Um, if you want a G spot. You can email me, contact me. How do you, how do you find this G-spot? Yeah, how do you hit it? It's tough. It's tough. I don't even know. Um, contact at eatsleepfantasy.com. And uh, just tell me that you want in. Tell, tell me that you, <laughs> you were looking for the G-spot, and I'll let you yep. in. Um, the cool thing is what I'm doing this year, um, I haven't really said anything yet, but I think it's good to say it now. Is if you want in, you can ha- you can come in, you can play, have fun for free. But I am giving away a autographed, some piece of mem- uh, autographed memorabilia, 
It might be, you know, Derrick Henry helmet. It might be a jersey, something. It's going to be something really cool. And all I'm asking is for a donation to a charity uh, that I am uh, that I'm going to designate for this league. Um, it's a it's, it's going to be a good one. So, um, what's charity? Uh, I would love to tell you, but I don't know the name of it. But I'll tell you what it does. It what is it? it's a charity that um, helps buys uh, helps get books to schools um, for social justice and social inequality for kids. Um, for kids in, right. in like elementary age range because um, hmm. there's just not enough books available and especially in a lot of like lower income areas especially there's not a lot of, enough books anywhere really uh, that help kids understand what's going on in our world so um, I'm just trying to do our part so I don't I, and, and my wife actually sent me a really good charity that does it really well and I just want to do some research on it before I start promoting it I wanted to get in contact with them and make sure everything was in the up and up because you never know. Yeah, you know I'm going to put you on the spot, so you got to do better. (laughs) Anyways, uh, so that's what it's going to be. Awesome. I love uh, it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So uh, I'm counting Christian. I appreciate you, Christian, and John. Thanks for for joining the G League. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and for our contributions as well, because I'm going to go ahead and just volunteer John's money. (laughs) (laughs) And what I'm doing, I don't even care how much it is. It could be like a dollar. It could be $100, whatever. Um, That part I'm going to leave up to you and your conscience. Um, to okay. do. So, anyways, let's get to some fun stuff. All right, so we're going to start right off the bat with some questions from the mailbag. Mailbag Monday. No, I paused for you to insert a drop. Did you just do that so you don't have to go back and edit it? <laughs> no, drop? okay, okay. Try again. Try again. Do it again. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Do it again. Go, 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 go. Mm. Say. It. All right, let's go ahead and get into our mailbag. See, I can't. You can't be trusted. I did it. I, did it. I, I have no it. see. I we're recording, so I have absolutely no idea whether or not I did you it. put it trust in me. there. You can trust me. He goes mail's here or no? What does he say? Um, man. Anyways, we're good. I'm hey, putting it in. Don't worry. Not that drop. Yeah, yeah the other I know, one. I know. I know. Some, something came for you. Yeah, yeah. That's what, that's what it is. Cause some came in the mail today. Yeah, These nuts. Gotti. <laughs> Gotti. <he. laughs> I got it. I put it in. People are like, oh my god, okay, get past this. Let's go. <clears throat> Alright. This guy here. Let's let's start right here with Adam, okay? It's a pretty good question. You gotta keep three players in a keeper league. Full PPR. Only got four options, so you're basically leaving one guy out. DeAndre Hopkins, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb, or Josh Jacobs. Where are you going? Who are you leaving out of that bunch, John? Out of DeAndre Hopkins, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb, and Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I think I'm leaving Hopkins out. Uh, he's, he's the only guy going to a new offense, new system, during a preseason where they don't get to play very much. Zeke, Nick Chubb, and, and Josh Jacobs are very much focal points of their offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Minim- I, I'd, I'd lean them. Minimize risk. Right. And, and the biggest risk here is DeAndre Hopkins, I think. Even Any- it, I mean, it is full point, so... It's, yeah, right. so I'm gonna I'm gonna play a little bit of devil's advocate here in in keeping um, DeAndre Hopkins. Just hear me out. Mm-hmm. You're talking about full PPR. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. start there. Um, I don't see why he's not going to get you know fed in that offense. But let's take a step back and look at the other pieces. Do you really want to maybe consider balance? I know that. For a lot of people, it's best overall player, keeping that. Maybe I focus in the draft now on acquiring wide receivers, or maybe I can trade one of those pieces for a better wide receiver or a receiver. You know, maybe I can move, um, let's say I can move uh, my third running back there and try to package him for a uh, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas. Maybe you can do that. But do you think at all that you might balance the team out and go two running backs and keep one of the wide receivers? Uh, not in this instance. So if if the other wide receiver was already Devontae uh, or Michael Thomas, I'd consider it. But because these three backs are already such focal points and they're pretty good pass-catching backs to maximize your full PPR value, uh, right. I don't think I'd deviate from those three. Right. Now, if it, there's somebody like... You know, Miles Sanders or something like that, or you know, 
I mean, but you're you're talking about three studs here, right? I mean, no no risk at all, in my opinion. Yeah, so you're putting an RB one in your flex, and like I, that feels good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm keeping Hopkins, and yeah. I'm I'm. Who are you uh, letting go? Yeah, that's my question um, because I I think Josh Jacobs is going to get a ton of work. I don't think he's as talented as Nick Chubb, but I just think he's going to get so much more work than Nick Chubb, who I think people are discounting how much of his work might get actually taken away this year. Um, I actually and, think they're blowing that out of proportion, so that's interesting. Mm, see, I think Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb is a better talent than Josh Jacobs, but I, I just think that there's a lot more mouths to feed overall in the entire offense of Cleveland, whereas Josh Jacobs, like you mentioned, is the actual focal point of uh, that offense. I agree. But there were um, a similar number of mouths to feed in Cleveland last year, and Chubb's uh, touch right. rate was pretty high. Right. Um, but I, I would, and I don't have these numbers in front of me, but I would look at the last few games of the year when Hunt was back and, mm-hmm. and equate those touch numbers um, and, and know that they are, you know, they are lower towards the end of the year. Right. Um, so if I'm leaving anybody out, it's probably Nick Chubb. Hmm. Yeah. I won't hate you for it. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I won't hate you for it, but I just disagree. <laughs> uh, decent patch, pass catcher as well. Like you mentioned, uh, 36 catches last year. I, I say he has probably uh, high thirties or low forties this year. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, Josh Jacobs, I think they're, uh, they're talking about at least 60. Yeah. For him, so I yeah, think, I don't think I, I think he's going to be. Um, you're you're looking at uh, 20 catches in 13 games last year. I think he at least doubles that this right. year. At right. least, I, I think 40 plus. They're talking story. about tripling it. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, we have two votes for keeping all three running backs and one vote for uh, letting go Chubb and keeping yeah. Hopkins instead. Yeah. All right. Let's move on to the next question, and this one just simply for John. Mm-hmm. John, uh, in a situation you can't go outside to grill a hot dog. This one comes from me, by the way. This yeah. question just comes from me. You can't oh. go outside to grill a hot dog. Yeah. Okay. You have to cook it inside. Mm-hmm. Are you boiling it, or are you microwaving it? Uh... Those I would, are your only I would two either options. boil it or or cook it in a pan. No, Jesus Christ. John, John, you would microwave it, and that's you're saying that that is better. There are two John, choices John. here. There's two choices. Well, I said boil, but I would okay. lean towards a pan. You can pan cook it way better. So, do we have to make a third sticker for pan dogs? <laughs> <laughs> Who well, is I just, a pan dog? Well, I just don't understand why we're limiting ourselves. Anyway, in maybe that's what designer was talking about in that song like eight years ago. Maybe it wasn't panda; it was panda. Yeah, panda, yeah. Panda, panda. <laughs> I mean, you this guys, you guys be... ever cook sausage in a pan? You could do the same thing. You know, uh, why did we bring this guy? On? I don't know. Whoa! <laughs> because you, clearly, you guys have been living in a culinary black pit, and I'm here to bring you some refinement. Jesus Christ. The pan um, does kind of change things a little, Christian. We have a problem here. <laughs> okay. All right. Hear me out. Boil it, and then just to get the outside crispy, just put it in the pan for a few seconds. Sure. Okay, but the next. microwave is the wrong... We could... We, could we agree just, the microwave is the wrong answer? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Let's like last... Res- I'd probably rather eat the hot dog raw. Yeah. You don't say well, that. You yeah, take okay. that. Yeah, no. I, I, okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. That's, I took it too far. I don't have any balance. I'm sorry. <sighs> okay. Micro dogs, hundred percent. Get a blank right. blistered. Okay, go. All right. Let's start with you here, Dale. I, I think this is a great question, and I mean, we get it all the time, but it's an ever-changing question. What rookies? Give me two guys that are going to have the biggest impact this year, and give me one guy that's overvalued this year. And the one guy that's overvalued is Edward Solaire. That's not no. Start with the two. <laughs> Fine, give me the overvalued guy. Jesus Christ! I'm so sorry. Just move on. Do what you want to do. Oh, it's my show. I almost, I almost cursed it. It's my show. 
uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is definitely the most overvalued. I mean, when you're talking, I mean, people are talking getting him like mid first, which is nuts. I mean, that that's the that's a attitude that's going into this year is Clyde Edwards Hilaire is the next big thing. I mean, I get it. He's in a great situation and he's you know good running back, but to take him over like Joe Mixon and Nick Chubb is pretty ridiculous to me, my opinion. Uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and I'm not even talking about super, you know, overhyped. We were talking about, you know, six to six to ten spots too high. So it's not crazy, but it's just going from mid first round value, which he shouldn't be, and he should be, you know, late second, in my opinion. Um, so that's that's my answer for that. What was your other uh, some other some other? Who's gonna have an impact? Yeah, who's gonna have an impact? Um, I'm really excited about, you know, we've seen, and I don't know if this is a trend, I don't know if it's talked about, but, you know, we've seen some rookie wide receivers lately to really make an impact, and we're not used to seeing stuff like that. I don't think that's a once in a, you know, I don't think that's a crazy thing moving forward. Um, You know, we saw DK Metcalf in his uh, rookie year with Debo Samuel as well, doing great things in his rookie year. So I'm looking at guys like that. Um, probably. So who would be who would be your guy there? Let's give me a wide receiver that you would like that can make an impact. Damn it! Who is a? You talk about Jalen Rieger because Jalen that, that, Rieger. Yeah. Yes, okay, sorry. that one yes. I agree with. I agree yes. with you, J- Jalen Rieger. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, with Carson Wentz there, uh, I think we'll see Carson Wentz play better, and they really need a good wide receiver. And right, why not? Why not him? I mean, he has he has his skills. You guys disagree? Agree? No, I, I like Jalen Rieger a lot. I think he's, I think he's right now kind of under the radar, but he seems like he's going to be a big, uh, a big help for that offense. I mean, for guys, and I think he is undervalued. I know he's a rookie, and I think that's, you know, historically people aren't super high on wide receiver rookies, right? But I'm yeah, gonna... it's just there's a void of pass catchers over there in Philly, and he can yeah. come in and and if he's productive, he can he can be the guy quickly. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I would take him over, you know, people like Anthony Miller. Which is being drafted rounds, yeah, before him, right? Um, so guys like that, uh, I don't know. I don't think necessarily I am drafting CD Lamb that much ahead of him, hmm. and just because I think there's a lot of mounts to feed in Dallas, and I don't think that you know every receiver is gonna break out and go crazy out there. So, mm-hmm. um, I, that, those are my feelings. So, what, what about you, John? Uh, so I disagree with Clyde Edwards Hilaire. No, no, you did. Uh, just be, yeah, yeah. I mean, they went after him in the first round, and and the committee has cleared out. I get it. So th- it, it's him, and uh, you know I don't see anybody else really beating him out. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I, I see him making a gigantic impact, especially for that offense who could never. You can't stack the box because Tyreek Hill will just rip the top off the defense. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I see. I just see him making such a big impact because that offense is already so potent. He's it's just he's set up. Um, other guy I see making a real big impact is uh, Brandon. Can, can we oh. can we pause on Hilaire for a second? Yeah. It's is it all just the offense? And obviously, I feel like you can plug in an average running back in that offense, in my opinion, and he'll be top twelve. It's mm-hmm. why before Kareem Hunt was Kareem Hunt, I ranked him in my top twelve that yes. season. Before that season you I can ranked trust him in my top offense. ten. And because you can trust that offense and I was one of the highest rankers on Kareem Hunt. Yes. But I also think Kareem Hunt is a better talent than Hilaire. Mm-hmm. So where is the line here? Because right now Hilaire is see I don't know RB seven on the board. Right, right. Ahead of guys like Mixon and Sanders but we're talking and, so Kareem Hunt though they went after him in the fourth round and got great value. Uh, okay. They saw Hilaire in the first and and mm-hmm. didn't want to go anywhere else. So that that speaks volumes to me. Uh, that's that says that they trust him. They want him. They want him now, and they think that he's a perfect fit. Uh, I think they they realize they got lucky with Kareem Hunt and his talent. Right. And I also think that's why they were you know it didn't take him long to release him after he was you know he got into some shenanigans. Now, do you don't think yeah. it's crazy that the Chiefs are going to sign like Devonta Freeman in the next couple of weeks? And what is that? I mean, look, we saw Fantasy Pros. Nothing. They're 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 a one. They're they're going to. Dude. They spent the money on Hilaire. 
Hilaire or the pig. His, yeah. His uh, oh, the pig. Yeah, that's what I mean. Hilaire's yeah. ranking on Fantasy Pros, uh, the expert consistent ranking, went up by eight spots this week. And yeah. because of the whole Damien right. Williams thing, right? Well, he's also been the right. featured back so far. They, uh, the reports Absolutely. out of camp uh, have seen him as just the guy. No one else really getting the reps, and it's but him. All that it takes is one competent running back to hurt his value. and I mean, that's all it takes. And you're crazy if you think that they're not going to do something. And who's, right now, who's the other running back? Uh, for the, Darwin Thompson. Yeah. I mean, and he's no slouch. Yeah, he really I isn't. Know. That's why I don't think that they go. I don't. I don't think they really need to go anywhere. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. And so, give me a couple guys that you you like here, and uh... so one more that I like, and then one more who I think is overrated. Mm-hmm. All right. So another I like. I love Jonathan Taylor. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of that though is because I just I think Quentin Nelson is just a walking Hall of Famer. That's that's a that's somebody who's just going to open up every running lane available. So. I love Jonathan Taylor in that situation, but he still has to beat out Mac. So he's he still has a bit of a battle. He doesn't have as, you know, as slotted as a role as Hilaire is going to have. So because of that, I actually have CD Lamb a little higher because right now the early reports are he's playing everywhere. He's playing on the outside, he's playing on the inside, and he's just I think he's going to get peppered in that offense. So uh, I'm going to give you right off the bat a guy that I probably won't be drafting this year. And mm-hmm. it has nothing to do with him and everything to do with I think you're really not going to get a lot in the first season. And if I'm going to draft a top three rookie running back, I expect to have impact from my rookie running back in the first season. Mm-hmm. And that's J.K. Dobbins. Unfortunately, I still think Mark lot of people. has one one good year left in him. And Justice Hill is real too. So it's just a it's a matter of temper your expectations yeah. for 2020. I agree. Um, and there's still a chance. There's still a chance that, you know, Ingram's not throughout his career been the most healthy guy. And if anything were to happen to him, J.K. Dobbins could take that role and run and be a top five running back. Yeah. Very but... realistically. And even splitting the load, he's going to have value. Yeah. 100%. It's just where you have to get him. I don't, yeah, I don't want re- him. A little too rich. A little too rich for my blood. And so that would be my pick. Now, if it's something where it's a dynasty league, he slips a little bit, you're building towards 2021, cool. Yep. All for it. Yep. Love it. You get um, value. If we're talking to guys, so so Dale kind of hit it on rookie wide receivers, mentioned this name, but meant somebody else. <laughs> I'm going to go with Henry Ruggs because if, if, we've, if we've ever seen – what happens with speedy guy opposite DeAndre Hopkins? No, I, I get it. I get it. But I, right? it's interesting you say that because that was my guy that I actually think is overvalued right now. Ah. All the reports are saying Brian Edwards is starting well over him. That's fine. But we're talking about a guy who I think you're looking at, he's going to have these three catches, you know, four targets, three catches, 120 yards and a touchdown type of game. Every maybe every other game kind of exactly yeah exactly so that's a so, boom bust type of play hundred percent boom bust type of wide receiver yeah. three or four that I can get pretty late if we're talking about any kind of redraft league. But if you if you're stoked on the speed, do you trust the deep ball with Carr or Mariota? Because that's that's where I'm like you know I see the speed, but like who, right. who who's going to hit him? Mariota is awesome. <sighs> Please don't do this. <laughs> so I'm actually, I, I was just thinking, I'm going to change my C.D. Lamb answer to Brandon Ayuk because he actually has to uh, to slip in for Debo Samuel yep. uh, in a very innovative offense that likes to use their wide receivers in a in a number of ways. Yak pack, baby. Yeah. Um, and then I have a question for you guys because I don't know what to do with this guy here. Hmm. Uh, we've been waiting for quite some time for somebody to really be uh, the running back in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got Tom Brady there now. Yeah. And uh, what's going to happen with Kashawn Bond this year? I th- I think it's the Rojo show. Okay. I actually uh, do too. Yeah. Yeah. Vaughn might you know he could develop into a good back for sure. No, nothing against him, but I think Rojo's been working really hard, uh, and there's been some some st- strong praises out of camp for him. All right. Now, do you think All when right. he was being named? His parents were like, what rhymes with Vaughn? Oh, my God, dude. 
like there has to be something there, right? Like they have to thought like maybe they wanted him to be a rapper, and in that case, hey, he's halfway there because all he has to do is say his name and it rhymes automatically. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. We can move on. <laughs> I don't know what to do when he does this, John. Yeah. <laughs> John doesn't, doesn't have either. any. <laughs> no. Also, the because Sean Vaughn also has the easiest strength of schedule for rookie running backs. Yeah. Just FYI, right? He's but that so that makes me think though that like the the veteran RB who they did that they drafted him high. They liked mm-hmm. Ronald Jones. Uh, I think him putting in the work, he could see he could see that payoff. Uh, Ronald Jones. If I was to say anybody that could potentially have a lovely breakout year and nobody's really expecting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he's got to put in, he's got to put in some work to show me that he deserves right. that. I agree. He's disappointed me too many times. Well, it was, he had, had a tough rookie year. No doubt about it. It is worth noting that Gashawn Vaughn has the most rhymy name in the NFL. I'm looking. Hmm. Nothing, nothing more rhymier. All right, we can move on. I'm, okay. I, I, as I ask you guys the next question, I'm going to go through a list of just like NFL. Players. I'm looking. I'm telling you, there's nothing as good. <laughs> and figure out. And that's what I've been that's... doing the whole time. You guys are talking. Nothing. Nothing. Else. Jesus Christ. All right. Okay. So is Washington? This one's from Balraj. Uh, first of all, which uh, which of the Takar brothers do you prefer? Is uh, an important question here. I have a problem with uh, both of them. And hmm. I'll tell you why. Mm. They both left the Eat Nation private group, and they requested to join back. And I let him in because mm. I'm a good guy, and I and I, I'm okay, and I'm an easygoing guy. But I did let them both back in, so I don't know. I mean, Balraj, he is, seems like a nice guy. His family is freaking. I mean, he has like 20 kids, I think now. It's crazy. Um, yeah, I'm looking at pictures of his kids. Yeah, which is his crazy. house looks like a like a preschool. Up. Um, he has so many kids. So, uh, uh, yeah, he's got the little, wow, that looks just like my office. It's, it's got the little letters there. Yeah, no, it's they've, everything. They've got a bunt cake on the table. Yeah. Um, it's pretty crazy. He is, he has a lot going on. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, Balraj because his family's on here. I, and Sook Dave asked the question. So I feel like he was, uh, trying to oh, that's true. placate us with that question. And I'm, I'm not for it, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go with Balraj. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, Balraj still needs to teach me about uh, sport card collecting and and how to Dougie. Yeah, you could just learn how to sports card collect from Gary V. You know that's where you got it from he, in the first place. It is nuts right now, man. I'm I'm, I'm I want to get into it, but I just don't know enough. A hundred percent, you got that from Gary V. I'm getting it from everybody. It's popular. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can't lie to me. All right, let's go with the next question. Is Washington's football team's defense Super Bowl material? No. I say no. I think that's actually really have bad. to have a complete team for it to be Super Bowl <laughs> you material. You have to have a team name. <laughs> that is Super Toilet Bowl material right now. Yeah. There we go. Bottom, Thank bottom you. 10. That Jesus is not, Christ. That is not going to be good. Um, that was a rough question, Maharaj. Why did you even bother with that? This, yeah, I'm thinking Soup Dave is my favorite now. Um. <laughs> I'm going to read you guys the next question and then go look up the Super Bowl odds for Washington because it's got to be pretty bad. Why did you even bother with that question? So what second-year QB will break out oh. and which one will bomb? I'll start with Dale first on this question. Uh, second-year QB. So who who are we thinking here uh, for second-year quarterbacks? I guess Lamar uh, – no. no yeah. Lamar Jackson. Is Lamar Jackson – was he a rookie last year? No, he wasn't. Is that crazy? I don't think he was. He wasn't a rookie last year. Mm-mm. So what? Uh, who are we working with here as far as rookies go? Um, uh, you got Daniel Jones uh, for the Giants. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the the list right now. Hold on one second. Here's the list that I sent. Uh, I do not have the list. Dwayne Haskins. Does anybody know? Should we have prepped this? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I don't know what happened here. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like I Daniel in, Jones <laughs> for sure. I wasn't ready for that question, guys. Maybe I shouldn't read things I'm not ready for. I was looking up something else too while I was reading. I'm so sorry. I'm just trying to look up names that rhyme. I'm, I have like three different things I'm trying to do. 
So we got. I mean, I like Daniel Jones and Kyler Murray. I think they're going to have great seasons. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Kyler Murray. You can't. You got Gardner Minshew. He's still the guy over there in Jacksonville. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. Good. Thank God we have John here. Yeah, I'm here to help. <laughs> um, okay, so out of those three guys, so Kyler Murray's got a lot of fun weapons, and he's already dope. So I don't, yes. I don't think he's going to regress too much at all. Nope. Uh, I think that's safe. I think Daniel Jones takes a big step forward. Uh, Daniel Jones has some pretty dope weapons as well with Sterling Shepard, mm-hmm. uh, Darius Slayton, and then they got Golden Tate. Those are all guys that will catch the ball, will move the chains. And then they got that Saquon Barkley in the backfield. Every screen pass to him is going to be points for Daniel Jones. Yep. Uh, I, I think Daniel Jones' uh, value is, gonna, is going to increase pretty, pretty well this coming season. Yep. And I, the Arizona Cardinals are my team this year and mm-hmm. so i'm i'm really rooting for kyler murray uh definitely top five potential um good this year so got a cannon he can move yeah so uh, who's gonna disappoint in their second year what's so the most in today's quarterback yeah the one thing that a quarterback needs what like if like offensive line you think that above everything else above arm strength above yeah that's why it's why andrew luck's not in the league anymore you're talking about one of the most prolific qbs we've ever seen and yeah. he couldn't stay in the league because there was no offensive line. Yeah. Okay. All right, what's the next question, Bria? So we're looking at Daniel Jones and Kyler Murray. Both had, in terms of points per game, top 10 mm-hmm. points per game last year. Yeah, Daniel Jones put it on uh, for a few games. Um, let's see here. And... Honestly, you're looking at numbers similar, more or less along the lines for Daniel Jones mm-hmm. to about Robert Griffin in his first year, so which, which is pretty which dope. Which is not a good comparison. <laughs> yeah, um, they're different. And for Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray, you're looking about uh, Jameis Winston type numbers for his first year. Yeah. Uh, this is not a good sign, in my opinion. <laughs> I'm going to read you some of the guys that had great top ten. Uh, rookie first uh, first seasons that were top 10. So we start out not so hot with Byron Lefwich and Vince Young. Uh, Cam Newton and Andrew Luck and Russell Wilson, though, are on this list. But then we have guys like Robert Griffin, Jameis Winston, Marcus Mariota, Baker Mayfield. So it really just comes down to which side do you think these guys fall on. And it seems like you guys are all kind of saying we're going to have a step forward for Daniel Jones and Kyler Murray. Mm-hmm. Um. Are you guys on the train of Gardner Minshew continuing to progress? Uh, I'd like the weapons with DJ Chark. Mm-hmm. D.D. Westbrook. Um, D.D. Westbrook is real, too. That one, I but you can stack against him because they've they've shut down Fournette before. Fournette has also uh, been, you know, injured kind of often. So if, if that running game takes, you know, any kind of stall, uh, I think Gardner Minshew is going to feel that. So I just don't. I have to see more out of the Jaguars' offense in order to uh, be confident in, in, in having mm-hmm. Minshew on my squad. Mm-hmm. I agree. So quarterbacks um, who've had some pretty hot second years. I'm going to give you some guys: Carson Wentz, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, yep. and Lamar Jackson. <laughs> so in Not recent shabby. years, those are some guys that have had some great second years. But all of those guys uh, kind of either didn't play a lot of their first year yeah. or didn't play, you know, played almost nothing in yeah. their first year for those three guys. So I don't know. Maybe we're looking in the wrong direction. Um, maybe there's a guy that we should be looking at who was drafted and didn't really play. But, you know, that's not the way that it happens too much anymore. So let's proceed with the next question. Uh What's your favorite? This one comes in from Ricky Fleming. What is your favorite mid to late round quarterback target, John? Uh, well, this this might also feed into the last question we just had, but uh, I like Drew Locke. Yeah, I think uh, I wow. think Drew Locke in the mid rounds is a solid solid QB value, uh, and the weapons they have for him, I think, are going to set him up for success. Yeah, I mid to late. I mean. And so you can get him. You can get him pretty late. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get him, well, you know, free for the most part. I mean, yeah. So that's that's who I love for those that kind of like QB value. Who are you going to wait on? 
There's a lot. I mean, you know, the whole thing, like, you know, wait on QB is a real thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're talking about – I mean, you just talked, uh, you know, one guy, the um, Daniel Jones, and he's going, you know, somewhere around the 12th to the 14th quarterback taken. Yeah. Um, you know, guys like – I mean, and especially in redraft, what's wrong with Ben Roethlisberger? Um, yeah, he can be he can be had out of value right now because people just don't remember – Here's, that he's good at, good at fantasy football. And I don't know if you guys are going to um, applaud me or not, but Baker Mayfield is super, super cheap. I think he mm-hmm. – I mean, I think he comes back to his, you know, rookie form um, closer than he was last year. I mean, he struggled last year, and I don't think that was all his fault. I, I mean, reading different stories and stuff about him, it didn't seem like it was 100% on him with play mm-hmm. calling and the way the offense was ran. Baker Mayfield, I think, is a steal. I mean, we're talking about late, late guys. Yeah, I'm going to give you a guy who is pretty much exactly what I'm targeting in any redraft league. And uh, it's really simple because if I'm stacking, I just want somebody reliable at quarterback. And right now he is eight, uh, he is consensus quarterback 10, ADP quarterback 11. And he finished uh, number seven in terms of points per game at the quarterback position last year. Um, yes, he's 40 years old, but he's plays for mm-hmm. one of the top three offenses in the NFL, and that is Drew Brees. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so he's going to be done after this year, and I still think he's got one more good year left in him. Mm-hmm. He completed 74% of his passes last year. He only played 11 games, yes, but he was 27 touchdowns. Four interceptions, still vintage Drew Brees, and I expect him to have another top 10 season. It's pretty much as safe as you can get a top 10 bet mm-hmm. and just barely, if that, pay a top 10 price. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, you look at, I mean, if it's one thing we learned about Drew Brees and Sean Payton over the years, it's like they really want the records. They really want to be in the record books. And uh, Sean Payton will do everything he can. I'm going to give you one more stat here. I only have from 2013 to 2019 statistics in front of me, so I don't have his full career. Um, But out of those seven years, Drew Brees' quarterback rating last year at 116.3 was the highest. Nice. Yeah. Crazy. That's solid. That's solid. He is still got it, and I don't see any reason to believe he won't be a top 10 quarterback this year. Might even be higher because I think Kamara is going to have a – a much uh, improved season. Mm-hmm. Don't expect as many deep passes, though. That yards per attempt keeps going down, but doesn't seem to matter with Kamara and Thomas. That's what I'm saying. That's where Kamara can just really flourish. You know, those those outside, you know, either screen passes or just hit him in the flats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's going to – realistically, I'm looking at about 600 attempts for him this year, mm. realistically. Yeah. So. Okay. What's next? All right, let's go here. Um, all right, where are we at, Christian? Before we go, I mean, I, in pre in the pre show, or be, you know, before we started recording, you said you want to talk about like home improvements and remodeling and stuff. What do you got there? I really don't. I really don't. Hmm. So here's the thing. Um, I'm in a chat, <laughs> a chat with these guys, who I realized really quickly, like. Are a little bit older than me. A little bit. And I so I'm thirty. I'm thirty one. Mm-hmm. I'm thirty two. Uh, but, but the mean age of this chat <laughs> is what, like thirty five? And I, I guess I'm really Probably. behind. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Let's say it's like thirty seven, thirty eight. Hmm. Um. And so I didn't realize how quickly you guys morphed from, you know. What my life looks like right. to Sharing, like memes of you guys are basically dad memes. It's hmm. dad jokes. It's grilling. It's bathroom renovations. It's what my daughter did today. Yeah. It's yeah. not a chat for me. Hmm. I'm sorry. Is that, is that sad or are you happy about it? Are you like, hey, I'm leaving these guys in the dust <laughs> because I'll, no, I'll I, tell you all what. I did was put the chat on mute. That's all. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Um, my wood floors took forever to be put in. I had so many issues with the stupid contractor mm-hmm. and I was hoping I can get on and just vent and you know, you guys would be like on my side and I'd work me up a little bit and I'd send an email to the 
owner. Of the Who'd you get to contract for you? Uh, Weeks Hardwood Flooring, Greensboro, North Carolina. They okay. they blow. Okay, hmm. well, I don't know if that's some sort of like defamation or no. Oh. Hey, look, I'm gonna tell slander. facts. They told me it was gonna be like three days. Literally, Dale's up. okay. Time out. Dale's opinion is his expressed uh, spoken opinion, and <laughs> it's not the opinion of East State Fantasy Podcast. Look, okay, at, uh, at what point? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna go off on a big tangent, but at what point do you ask for a discount? Because I asked for a discount, and he ignored me because it was supposed to be done like three or four days. He said it literally took like 26 days, 25 or 26 days to finish it. Because it's like a horror movie. It was horrible. That's like a suburban horror movie right there. And like my floors were half done, and then he kept saying, oh, I'm going to get my crew out there tomorrow. And then three days passed. I'm like, hey, what's going on? He goes, oh, sorry, I thought somebody came out to do it already. And he kept dicking me around, and oh, I have all the voice, I have all the text and everything. It just made me so mad. And now, but now, it? I mean, it looks good, and I told him. Look, was I wrote, that this whole segment was just you wanted to complain? Yeah. Look, I told him, I said, listen. Right. You you know yeah, the quality is great. The people who, who came come out to do the work, very polite, always nice, but the customer service was horrible. And I expect a price adjustment on the invoice. Nothing. So do you push for it or do you just say, hey, he's not giving me an, an adjustment? You can push for it. Okay. Oh, well, I'll ask him again. You'd be surprised. What do I do? Just ask him again. Discounted. And say, hey, yeah. I need this discount. Yeah, hey, I was under the impression that this was going to get done in this amount of time. Yeah. Um, I am seeking some sort of financial reimbursement for yeah. the, the so. not, you know, the fact that this was not completed in the agreed upon amount of time or yeah. whatever. Okay. Just some sort of inconvenience. That's it. Okay. It's simple as that. I could not do it on. I could. You'll have a much easier time with a bigger company, but if it's a smaller company, no, yeah, they don't have care. to. And I think I'm a small job to. form too. Like I just did like two rooms. I'm not like a whole house renovation type thing, so they don't care about me, little guy. Anyways, is that all it was? Yeah, yeah. Did you seriously stop us from doing? Like, I didn't stop you from question? doing anything. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty easy transition. I'd like to ask one more question before we wrap up. Okay. What? Um, give me your best. Uh, I'm going to go with I'm just going to rephrase because we have a bunch of questions asking about you know picky, pick your running back pick your guy whatever I'm just going to rephrase that last question yeah. for mid to late round running back target that could that could be the guy what do you Sorry, mean mid to late what are you talking about mid to late like yeah how late let's get a give me let's get a parameter alright give me a guy ranked outside the top 24 simple okay. as that okay um, I like Ronald Jones. We talked about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he he makes a big step forward. Um, you could kind of roll the dice on any number of the uh, the Forty ers backfield with uh, Coleman, Breida, uh, or McKinnon. I think they're all outside the top twenty. But if that offense gets going, you could you could strike gold there. Let's see. Well, Frida's in Miami now, by the way. Sorry, I meant Mostert. Yeah. That was my bad. You're uh, a 49er you, guy. I know, I know. I just messed it up. <laughs> that doesn't feel good. But, uh, yeah, I, I like Rojo because I think he's he steps into a, you know, a defined role for himself. Let's see. Yeah, you got Mostert, McKinnon, or Coleman. I think you could, you could roll the dice on any of them. Mm-hmm. You know who I like? Uh, I'll, I'll give you two guys who yep. are going outside the top 24. Uh, one, you say Lamar Miller, I'm going to be annoyed with you. Because no. uh, you always say Lamar Miller for some reason. I give it up you on him now. He's old that guy. now. Yeah, I was like I mean, three years. Swift also old. might be considered outside that top 20, and yeah. I think Carrion's in a brace right now. Right. So that's yeah. another one. Uh, just be something to monitor. Devin Singletary, I think, is a solid RB2. Yep. He should be drafted as such. Uh, uh, he is... Current, okay, yeah, you're right. He's currently ranked number thirty twenty six. He just barely made the cut. Yeah, mm-hmm. and sure. one rookie we didn't talk about, and I think it's worth noting. Uh, Cam Akers has a clear yeah. path for success. Um, I mean, if it's it's his job to take, yeah, um, and for the Rams, so I think those two guys both being drafted as that 
you know, running back 24 to 30 range or so, right? Mm. I would I would definitely consider them RB2s. Yeah. It's just Cam Akers, you got to you got to wonder about the O-line performance with the Rams and then he's in a division with really good defenses. So you went with Moss, Mostert? Mostert? Uh, as one of your guys? Yeah, I mean I was I'm saying that you you could legitimately kind of t- gamble on any of them outside the top 20. Because I think they're right. all kind of flirting, you know, around that you know twenty-five to thirty range. Right. I, I'm going to take the guy ranked at thirty-five and Tevin Coleman. Yeah. In that backfield, I and, think and, so too. I think he's going to be the guy. Yeah. Uh, there, and you're going to get a lot of value. They went and, after him. Um, I, I'm going to give you a couple more guys. Um, I would love to see what happens with the New England running backs. I don't think that situation is going to be as poor as people think. And so I think you're still going to get ranked right now as an RB4. Mm-hmm. I think you're still going to get some value out of either Sonny Michelle or James White. But I'm going to go ahead and probably draft as my RB4 or 5 or 6 Sonny Michelle and just see what hits because I still think he's going to have some touchdowns there available. Yeah. And last but not least, you guys are going to hate me for this one. What, what do you got? I kind of like Jordan Howard in Miami. Oh no, I like that, that too. No, no, no. We we Am talked about that actually uh, in one of the earlier episodes. I think that is a good pick. I think he's a strong running back with good uh, pass blocking skills uh, that I think will take that role pretty quickly. I think he's going to get used a lot. I think he's going to get used a lot as well. He's a big back who can who can pass block very effectively. Uh, Breed is dope, but he's just a, he's kind of a smaller guy. I don't know. I don't trust him to you know pick up the blitzes every time. Uh, I would trust Howard to do it. And I think that he does uh, carve his role out that way. If if Tua is nearly as good as what Miamians are saying he is, mm-hmm. and they the Miami Dolphins get opportunity to score in the red zone or inside the ten, uh, yeah, I think Jordan Howard has a lot of value. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about two hundred and fifty carries each of his first oh, he, three seasons. No, he's he's a yeah. big guy. He can carry the ball. I mean, I'm not I'm not doubting and, that. I'm just saying he's his value is going to come inside the 10-yard line. And I just, the Dolphins I, aren't I, going to look the he's Dolphins. He's actually had very quietly productive seasons with the Bears. His like first three yeah. years, I don't oh, yeah. think he I don't think he rushed for less than 1,000 yards. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, 1,300, 1,100, and 935. Ooh, 935. His... That got me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, it, so we're talking the about. Dolphins just. <sighs> yeah. No, forget it. <laughs> I keep you off. I'm so sorry. I'm talkative, man. No, you know you're not cutting me off. I'm just. I just. He's I'm not going to go worry about the Dolphins. Dol- yes, right. He's yes. A, yeah, so. He's a little bitter. Um, I don't think their offense is going to be as bad as you think they are. Okay. Period. I had a rookie quarterback. Uh, what could go wrong, right? <laughs> a rookie running uh, quarterback with uh, bad hips. You mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and they have Ryan Fitzpatrick, so you got that going for you. I will not. Uh, I will not tolerate any Ryan Fitzpatrick slander. <laughs> that dude's a baller. Yes, that guy he shows up. He's like, he "Oh, you guys baller. need a you guys need a quarterback." That doesn't matter. I'm I'm older yeah. than time itself. I'll win some games for you. Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. I, I do like that. I like the. I group. do. I respect that. Yeah. He's a baller. Yeah, that's true. So the Dolphins were 27th in offense last year in terms of uh, yards per game. They'll be like 26th um, this year. That's good. They'll yeah. improve. I I definitely think they will jump over teams um, like the Bengals, for example. So I definitely mm-hmm. see them improving. Um, Not me, but I I do want to. Let me see. One Give me second. a record. Give me a Dolphins record, and I will bet against it. A Dolphins record? Yeah. What's what's their record for twenty twenty? Six and ten. I'll I'll say I'll take the under. Really? That's a pretty that's fairly realistic. I was actually I think thinking that's fairly realistic. I was thinking they might even just be eight and eight. Uh yeah. I gotta let me look up their Vegas uh odds for Miami Dolphins. What is I just it? think curious. I think two is real. I'm I'm hyper I'm hyper realistic with the Dolphins. I think um six and ten is, is probably a pretty good uh, outcome. I think I think Tua is going to do the haka on a on a few defenses, and uh, I'm expecting some 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 dope things out of them. They might do better because they have some pretty good teams on their schedule. 
Okay. okay. Uh, they always win at least one game against New England. And Tom Brady's not even there anymore. Yeah. yeah. The, so let's go one and one versus New England. Zero oh and two versus Buffalo. One and one versus the Jets. The, so no, the, the Jets will beat them both times. No, that's not hundred percent. No. no, a loss at San Francisco. A loss at home versus Seattle. I think they beat Denver. They beat one of the two LA teams, so that's four wins. They beat Arizona. That's five. Beating Denver would be a big deal. Beat Cincy. That's six. They lose to Kansas this City. This is so boring. <laughs> and they beat Vegas. So seven. Seven and nine. Let's go seven and nine. I'll definitely take that under on seven wins. You're crazy. Uh, I have two hot takes before we get going. What do you got? Uh, one hot take is uh, Notorious B.I.G. is a top five rapper of all time, but does not have a top ten album. Uh, of all time. Okay. Wrong. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> My other hot take is Snoop Dogg is actually a top 10 artist of all time and does not have a top 10 album of all time. Also wrong. Uh, well, Dog- I got to hear the top. I got to hear your top 10 then. Um, off the top. He of said my- artist, by the way. So, I mean, just, just yeah. literally throwing out any other kind of artist, yeah. you're going to be screwed. No, 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 no. I, I, I'm talking about hip hop artists here. Oh well, okay. You didn't specify. <laughs> I don't know. Ready to die. Look, that was a good I, album, but it, top ten. It's it. I, look, no, I, I. I think I think Biggie's probably like number one or number two for me. Always, he's nope. a great storyteller, great nope. flow, absolutely, hundred um, percent. We uh, do this thing with music where we. Uh, glorify anything that's one nostalgic or two from somebody that passed away it's the reason why you see artists like juice world have like their entire album in the top 50 sure. globally i get right that now. no i get that for sure um yeah. and so but but biggie there's is- absolutely no way i'm ever going to put tupac and biggie in the top you know two or i don't three or i don't say put tupac in there ever. look i and look but everybody does everybody does and it's a hundred percent based on yes a lot of their impact is because of the culture that created that they created in hip hop. Mm-hmm. The fact that they brought it to the spotlight, the fact that they made it important. But if we're talking about judging the music, they are not even top twenty-five for me, and I'm not even joking. Well, because you have guys like Juice World and and Drake. No, because I have guys like Drake and Lil Wayne, and 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 that's because you're thirty years old. You don't understand. You don't know the struggle. Okay. I'm gonna put. So I would easily say too. I would easily say Lil Wayne is a better rapper. He is one of the top two punchline persons ever, and one of the best uh, lyricists ever. Yeah, one one of the and best. And I would rather rank him. I would rather rank Eminem, who had a huge period of time where he fell off, but yeah. is definitely a better rapper or artist, right? So I would say Kanye West is a better artist. You have to look at the complete uh, yeah. uh, scope of work. You have to look at not only did he produce his own. Beats, music, everything. Andre 3000 over Kanye West. So Andre 3000, you're talking about just pure lyrical skill. And the reason why Kanye West is probably one of my favorite rappers of all time Mm -hmm. is because he does everything. If you just literally took out the lyrics and you just have the music playing, it's still amazing. And he made that. And produced so many other people's music, which is unreal talent to me. Yeah. Well, if that's the criteria, then Dr. Dre's number one. Yeah, because he said he said artist, not Dr. Dr. Dre is only the producer, the producer production side. <laughs> but um, I think a lot of Dr. Dre's uh, super relevance came because of I mean, what he did for other people. For example, The like, Chronic and Two Thousand One yeah. are both all him. Those are huge. I mean, just like, The Chronic alone is probably probably one of the best albums of all time. That's what I'm saying. I wouldn't I wouldn't separate his name from artist at all. Uh, I, he he's not in the top though. He's not. He, if we're talking, it, but if you get points for being an artist sure. and also sure, being sure. the production side, I, I think. Also, I'm going to be super annoying and say Drake's in my top five. Yeah, that is super annoying. <laughs> but he will. You have this discussion 20 years from now, and he'll be ever, in everybody's top five. So I, I know, I'd have Jay Z. I'd have Eminem. Yes, Jay Z is in the top five. I'd have that's my top five. I'd have no. Nas. My order. 
my order switches around a lot, but in any order you want to put it in, Jay-Z, Lil Wayne, Eminem, uh, Drake, and Kanye West. Where's, where's yeah, Bad see, Bunny Drake and Kanye, in? I don't think in, I, they got to take a seat, and Notorious is going to come in. Uh, graduation is probably college, my favorite album. College, drop, college Dropout might be a, the top five album of all time. We got way off on a tangent. Yeah. And my, I'll talk uh, music. I was a music major. Fantasy. Were you? So yeah. I think three three Kanye West albums fall in my top ten yeah. uh, rap hip hop albums of all time. College Dropout, Graduation, Graduation, and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, I get it. I get it. All great albums. Yep. So yeah, um, and then you got probably the Carter Three is probably in there for me as well. Um, that's probably that might be my number one rap album of all time Blueprint you gotta listen to Blueprint again yeah, Blue, Blueprint's pretty strong <clears throat> um, reasonable doubt and then that that uh, if I and the, my best collaborative rap album is, is Watch the Throne anybody disagree with that? no nope, best collaborative one. album of all time um, what's the name of the album with uh, Jay-Z and uh, Linkin Park because that's up there too <laughs> give me a break <laughs> Are you no, kidding me? That album. No, you're, that, you're joking, right? That sold well and bridged a lot of genre gaps. I'm, I'm, I'll give that props. It wasn't it just all the same songs, just over different beats? Hundred percent, exactly. Okay, so, so that, no, that's Loved dumb. It. I mean, watch it's it literally just it. mashups. Yes, that's horrible. But it, I, it, I feel like, like it created it created a whole genre yeah, of people that like mashed up it music. Definitely that's innovative true. for its time. I'm not. I'm not it, gonna. It, it was innovative, but come on, put not don't put it in the greatest of all time category. Oh no. I'm not doing what, that. Of mashup op, of, of of collaborative albums? No, no way. Wait, what do you, What do you got? What are you, you going to hit me with like the Rat Pack or something? What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! How old are you? Yeah, Watch the Throne was dope. Even I'm, Magna Carta Holy Grail was dope. Hey, who's the best member of the Rat Pack? It's Frank Sinatra, right? Sinatra, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, there. I'm looking at um. Go check out a song called dope. Witchcraft later. It's really good. Mm. My Frank Sinatra. There's not a I lot didn't. of good collaborative albums. I mean, Method Man and Red Man had a couple good albums together. Would you call it collaborative? I don't know. Um, well, there's a... Okay. Okay. For anybody who's Hispanic here, there's a collaborative album between J Balvin and Bad Bunny called Oasis. Never heard of that. Never heard of it. Probably the best collaborative album of all time. A couple... And we're going to end the show... <laughs> With a song from from that album, because I'm going to send it to Dale and make sure he adds it in. He's not going to do it. Yeah, well. he's not going to do it. I'll do it right now. Yeah. All right, guys. For Christian Brito, my name is Dale Demont and John Gallagher as well. We appreciate you listening. <laughs> do that again, because your name is not Dale Demont and John. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I ran out of breath while I laughed. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time. Ahora queremos ver por qué razón de me para que ya no te presto atención. Desde hace tiempo le puse punto final ¿Qué pretendes tú? Llamándome hasta ahora Esa actitud la conozco ya Sabes qué hacer muy bien para envolverme Pero esta vez es muy tarde ya Estas no son horas de llamar Al menos que me lo quieras mamar Que quieras prender, que quieras quemar Hablando claro, ya tú me callaste mal Porque me metí pa' ti y me fui doble flor la mal Pero tú no eres una Kardashian Contigo no me tiro Porque si no la retro se me embachan De noche te borré, de Facebook te borré De Instagram te borré, de mi vida te borré Y ahora quieres volver Nada con lo que quieres joder Pero no se va a poder Me vas a ver con otro y te vas a morder Y ahora quieres volver Nada con lo que quieres joder Pero no se va a poder Me vas a ver con otro y te vas a morder Que pretendas tú Llamándome hasta ahora 
esa actitud, yeah, la conozco ya. Las fotos investigando mi perfil No lo niegues, bien te conozco Todo lo que tú hiciste conmigo Quieres repetirlo Andas buscando más Y a mí eso me da igual Todo lo que tú hiciste conmigo Quieres repetirlo Andas buscando más Y a mí eso me da igual ¿Qué pretendes tú? Llamándome hasta ahora Esa actitud la conozco ya Sabes qué hacer muy bien para envolverme Pero esta vez es muy tarde ya ¿Qué pretendes tú? Llamándome hasta ahora Esa actitud yeah, la conozco ya Sí.